I'm Sandra Ezekwesili, and we're following the story of a 21-story building under construction on Gerald Road, Ikoyi, Lagos, that collapsed. Uh, reports say that uh, this incident happened around 2 p.m., with many people believed to have been trapped in the rubble of the collapsed building. Uh, we have been able to speak with Dr. Olufemi, Olufemi Damilola Okeoshaintolu, who is the CEO and uh, Director General at La Sema. He confirmed the incident. Uh, he spoke with our correspondent, Maureen Ogolo, and he says all first responders are en route to secure the scene, while the heavy-duty equipments and life detection equipments are being dispatched. Uh, we also have been been able to get some uh, reports about how the rescue operation is going because we hear that it's ongoing at the moment. We are there presently. We are trying to rescue people that are trapped inside. All the key force responders are on the ground. Soon we will be on top of the challenge. The operation is still ongoing, but we are on top of the challenge. That's uh, the Lasema CEO there, uh, Dr. Olufemi Damilolaoka Saintolu. Well, we're going to keep our eye on that story. Hopefully, we can get in touch with our correspondent who is also on the ground, Emmanuel Longwoka. If we are able to reach him, uh, he will give us some eyewitness account of what's happening. Emmanuel, hi. Good evening. Hi. Good evening, Sandra. Good evening. I understand that you are at the site of the collapse. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, that's serious traffic on the road. Yes, I just got here and yes, I'm here. Okay, so what's happening? Tell us what's happening. Um, rescue operation is currently ongoing. Uh, a lot of equipment have been moved down here by La Sema. Um, the section of the road has been cordoned off to ensure that um, people or traffic don't get involved in the, with the rescue operations and to allow ambulances and other um, rescue equipment to assess the site easily. Uh, I think that's most of the things that are happening right here. There are a lot of persons here, onlookers, and uh, people who are just trying to support the ongoing rescue operations currently ongoing at this very place. Right. I'm watching on my screen on international media. There seems to be a lot of people at the background. Um, do we have them leaving some sort of access maybe for um, people to pass through and, and offer help and, and rescue people? Do we know so far the number of people who are trapped? Do we know if people are even trapped to begin with? Okay, so yes, uh, I think there are a couple of persons trapped. I think that is why the, um, there is um, there are efforts to try and um, evacuate um, some of the um, stones and other assets. And you know, some of the persons around who were within the vicinity when it happened, mm. they are rendering support and are giving information to the first responders to ensure that they can get all those information in place. But the thing is to get the um, the thing is to get the accurate information right now because a lot of things are scattered and people are exaggerating and people are saying a lot of things at the same time. Mm. So they are trying to confirm exactly what the situation of things is. Mm. Um, some of the some way you can't just rely on the information that people are giving. Mm. So you just have to look for some signs yourself. And mm. I think that's what Lastema is actually doing right now. And some of the first responders mm. are actually doing right now to ensure that uh, they, they begin the rescue operation. They don't wait because um, they might be there might be a life lost 
know, within that time, if you if you delay, mm. then lives might be lost. You know, while you're trying to confirm and confirm. Mm. Mm. So right now, both lanes are locked up. Both lanes are are, are cordoned off because there are a lot of persons here. This is a, and, this uh, is on Gerald Road, like, huh? This is on Gerald Road, Ikoi. The Both lanes on Gerald Road, Ikoi, are cordoned off at the moment. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Both lanes are cordoned off because there are a lot of persons here. Mm. A lot of um, rescue operations are uh, on right now. Mm-hmm. They are on ground right now. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cordoned off. There's no access. Vehicles are stuck in traffic on both lanes mm. presently. But have you spoken yes. with any eyewitnesses? Did they see the building go down? Um, you know, has anyone, have you spoken with anyone? who may have seen anything so currently i'm trying to see how i can get to one or two eyewitnesses but um you see everybody is trying to put um, their hands in and help in yes yes to help the situation of things currently right. so not much persons are giving a lot of information right now most right. of the persons that are here are spectators so it takes a while for you to um, filter through who is the spectator and who was actually here because a lot of people want to just pass out information that they don't know anything about right so i can see an excavator right now okay the excavator is actually on right now okay. trying to take some portions of the of the um of the buildings down okay. to ensure that they can access there are some persons on top like way up the building trying to see if there's any kind of life or anybody right. yes right. at this place right now okay. the place is crowded there's, you can hear the bubble of noise yeah uh, yes okay. going on no okay. people are saying different things at the same time you just have to be careful not to um, take any fake news as it is yes all right, Imanol Onwoka is our correspondent. He's out in Ikoyi at the moment. Imanol, make sure you're wearing a mask so that you don't inhale a lot of asbestos. Yes, and that's then, a very good idea. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get in touch uh, in a few minutes to see if there are any updates, okay? All right. All right, Lagos. Uh, uh, Lagos. We're also showing you some footage from the collapse itself on our live stream. Our live stream is Nigeria Info FM. Uh, that's uh, Facebook, Nigeria Info FM. YouTube is also Nigeria Info FM. We have some footage about the collapse itself, the building that collapsed, where it is, some of the debris. You can see all of that on our live stream right now. But uh, uh, let's, uh, you know, move on, right? And and talk a bit about uh, World Cities Day. Yesterday was World Cities Day. It's a day when we are all supposed to think and talk about how well our cities are equipped to give citizens a proper quality of life. Almost like, uh, almost, uh, almost prescient, if you like. But anyways, how does Lagos compare to other cities in the world? How does Lagos compare to other cities in the world? Here's today's big hard fact. Lagos ranked 139th out of 140 cities in the 2020 Global Livability Index by the Economist Intelligence Unit, uh, which scored 31.2%. It's the only it, it, it's um, the, the, the only city that scored lower than Lagos was Damascus, Syria. 139th out of 140 cities. So while we wait for 
the next edition of the index. Today's a good day to assess Lagos as a city. I mean, you are the ones living and working here. You are the ones going to school here. You are the ones whose kids are going to school here. Uh, shout out once again to all the children who auditioned for the I Beg to Differ tournament and t- turned in their own work. Uh, remember, the tournament's live rounds will start next Monday. Debates will hold Monday through Thursday from 4 p.m., Mondays to Wednesdays, and then on Thursday, 5 p.m. But back to Lagos. Uh, let's uh, take a look at each of the five categories for the Global Livability Index. Now, you will tell me what you score Lagos and what Lagos needs to do to improve. The five categories are stability, health, culture, and environment, education, and finally, infrastructure. Again, almost like, uh, you know, we... we Huh. It's it's quite sad. Let's just hope that there are no people who are trapped under you know that collapsed building. Let's just hope it's just a building that has collapsed today. But anyways, yeah, the five categories are stability, health, culture and environment, education, and finally infrastructure. Now, let me give you the criteria in each category. And I can also remind you of them when you give us a call to score, um, you know, Lagos. So for stability, they gave Lagos a score of 20%. Now, remember, Remember, Lagos ranked 139 out of 40 cities, right? Uh, scoring 31.2%. Now, for stability, they give Lagos a score of 20%. Here are the criteria for stability. Prevalence of petty crime, prevalence of violent crime, threat of terror, uh, EUI, EIU rating, threat of military conflict, threat of civil unrest or conflict. And I wonder how you will score Lagos from 0 to 100 on these factors. What specifically should Lagos do to improve? So that's for stability, right? I'll remind you when you call, I'll remind you of each one. But let's go through them as quickly as we can. On health, they gave Lagos a score of 20.8%. And here are the criteria. Availability of private health care, availability of public health care, quality of public health care, availability of over-the-counter drugs, general health care indicators from the World Bank. And Lagos scored 20.8%. So take a good look at those five criteria. What percent would you score Lagos and what specifically should Lagos do to improve? Then on culture and environment, they give Lagos a score of 41%, really high score there. So humidity and temperature rating, well, there's there's nothing we can do about that. Uh, Discomfort of climate for travelers, uh, same there really, there's really nothing we can do about that one. Level of corruption, social or religious restrictions, level of uh, censorship, sporting availability, cultural availability, food and drink, consumer goods and services. So give me your score for Lagos and then tell me what practical steps should be done to improve these ones. Um, Then uh, let's go to education. We got 25% in education based on availability of private education, quality of private education, public education indicators from the World Bank. Then finally on infrastructure, the criteria are quality of road network, quality of public transport, quality of international links, availability of good quality housing, quality of energy provision, quality of water provision, and quality of telecommunications. Now, for infrastructure, um, I, I want you to tell me where you score Lagos. 
So you can score Lagos in general or you can score in particular categories. But don't stop there. Tell me what you think that the government and the private sector can do to improve that score that you gave Lagos. 0700 993 993 993 for uh, men. Women, call me on 01465 7190. WhatsApp is also available. So, of course, share your thoughts via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080 959 Uh We are streaming live on Facebook, Nigeria Info 99.3. We're also uh, streaming live on YouTube, Nigeria Info FM. And like I said, when you call, I'll remind you of the different criteria. Baba G is in Badagri. Hello, Baba G. Good to have you on the show. Uh, Sandra, I greet you. I greet you yeah. too. Uh, when you talk about Lagos in every facet, of Lagos State, if I'm going to rank Lagos State, mm. is below 20, if you ask me, yeah, below 20%. And especially for structure, you know. But I believe strongly that the government, they focus mainly on cities in Lagos, within Lagos. But when it comes to rural area, they don't even pay attention. Now, you mentioned something. I don't know what you international link. I don't know whether you are talking about the road that leads to another country. Well, airports, airports, and of course, there are some roads that lead to other countries, and there are some, uh, there are airports to consider as well. So, international link is international link, yes. Yeah. If you talk about Semebada, the last time I was made to understand that when it comes to revenue, Semeboda generated one of the highest revenue to federal government. Okay. And Lagos State and federal government, they are one party. I was even thinking that Lagos State government will flex the federal so that they will focus more on international routes here in Lagos. Hmm. Like Badagra Expressway, you know. Though they are moving, they are running, I don't even know the, uh, the, the work they are doing, if you ask me. But they focus on one lane. And if you look at the contractor, very slow, but suddenly they peaked. I don't know whether they've given the money. What stops Lagos State in collaboration with federal government to make that Badagra Expressway and one of the best roads in Nigeria with street light? But as I'm talking to you, Sandra, hmm. I know you stay on the island. I don't know. Hmm. If you can come to Badagra Expressway and those of us living house, every day, mm. going to work every day. Mm. I'm telling you, it's not easy. And for the National Union of Road Transport Workers, popularly known as Agbero, mm-hmm. you cannot tell me that Lagos is a mega city. When you see these young men, you know, with sticks on the road, sweating profusely, <laughs> disturbing passerby, honestly, mm. and they are even collecting money from people selling on the road. Mm. That is why every evening you will see them shifting their table to the major road. If you say, ah, Madam, you they block the road, you say, look at my ticket, I've paid for this. Who are they paying to? These are the questions we need to ask. And if the state government can make use of that opportunity mm. and make sure they take over the road from the union, mm-hmm. I bet the Lagos state government will make more than 100 million naira every day. But I don't know the agreement. I don't know the compensation. I don't just understand. 
It's only the government can tell us what they are using them for. Thank you. God bless you. Bless you as well, Baba G. Thank you very much for calling us. All right. If you just tuned in, I'm asking you today, how does Lagos compare to other cities in the world? A particular group released their report. They're called uh, the Economist Intelligence Unit. And they released a report in 2020 ranking Lagos 139th out of 140. Lagos scored uh, higher than Damascus, Syria. That's the only city that we scored higher than. Uh, so that there were five categories for the Global Livability Index. They are stability, health, culture and environment, education and infrastructure. For stability, they gave Lagos 20%. For health, they gave Lagos 20.8%. For culture and environment, they gave Lagos 41%. Education, 25%. Infrastructure, Lagos scored 46.4%. How would you score Lagos on all of these or maybe particular categories? And what do you think the government and the private sector can do to improve that score that you gave Lagos? And I gave you the different criteria for each of those um, categories. Now, I can remind you what they are when you call in, but I'd like to hear your thoughts. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Good evening, sir. What's your name? Yeah, my name is Ife Snatchi. Ife Snatchi, welcome. Yeah. How you see um, this ranking of Lagos? Do you think it's fair? Well, from my own observation, mm. I have been in Lagos for the past 30 years. Okay. So, my personal suggestion to the governor of Lagos State is for him to use renowned contractors on infrastructure, mm. such as the Juros Vega. I have witnessed what Aquavio did in Aquaibon. Okay. If you go to Aquaibon, you, so, you see a solid road infrastructure. Okay. The same thing with um, years on weekend. Hmm. If you're opportune to go to River State, you see a very, 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 very uh, good infrastructure in River State. Okay. So the idea of using local contractors by Lagos State is not the best. Is not improving the infrastructure development of Lagos State. And it will create room for rapid corruption. Some years back, about 15 years ago, one of my friends is an engineer by profession. They told him that they will award him contract. That you will not do the job. You will not do the job, then they will share the money. Hmm. Fortunately, if they're born again Christian, he rejected the offer. He rejected the offer. And such a thing is happening up to today. This happened about 15, 20 years ago that hmm. this incident happened. So I am suggesting that Lagos should do more on infrastructure, on security, um, I can give them 50% okay. because they have, they have improved, improved, they have improved on security uh, network. Okay. All right. Let's leave it at that. Uh, Joe, you know, Kota is a first time caller. Hi, Joe. 
Good evening, sir. Welcome. Thank you. So I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about the ranking. Hmm. And I want to specifically pin on the head. Okay. I, I think Lagos uh, deserves more than 20.8%. Okay. Uh, uh, from my own experience, hmm. even in Lagos, mm-hmm. uh, Lagos has um, tremendously improved when it comes to health issues. Okay. In fact, some of the uh, general hospitals in Lagos hmm. are teaching hospitals elsewhere in other states. Hmm. Uh, they've really improved. Secondly, I want to talk about the, the first story about the house um, domestic workers. Yes, no, domestic. Oh, oh no, that, that we've passed that, so we can't get into that anymore. But, all right. But, all but right. thank you so thank much you for calling. That. Yes, thank you for calling. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget, of course, that you can share your, your thoughts with us uh, via uh, WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Now, we're getting a call from OC. I wish I could take this call from OC, but uh, I can't at this time because we have to take a break pretty soon. And I'm not sure if that call will be a short one or a long one. Uh, but OC, if you can call us back after the break, we'll appreciate that. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili on social media. You're listening to Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. This is The Voice Note on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Let's talk. The men and women are different. We have different hormones, we have different sexual organs, we have different biological abilities. Women can have babies, men can't. At least not yet. Men have testosterone and are in general physically stronger than women. But most of the positions of power and prestige are occupied by men. The late Kenyan Nobel Peace Laureate Wangari Mathai put it simply and well when she said, the higher you go, the fewer women they are. In the recent US elections, we kept hearing of the Lily Ledbetter law. And if we go beyond the nicely literative name of that law. It was really about a man and a woman doing the same job, being equally qualified, and the man being paid more because he's a man. So in a literal way, men rule the world. And this made sense a thousand years ago because human beings lived then in a world in which physical strength was the most important attribute for survival. The physically stronger person was more likely to lead. And men in general are physically stronger. Of course, there are many exceptions. But today we live in a vastly different world. The person more likely to lead is not the physically stronger person. It is the more creative person. Hey, you go- 99.3 Nigeria Info. Your number one station for talk. Let's talk. It's 5.32 Lagos. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. And this is Hard Facts. 5 p.m. every day, we bring you the big hard fact for the day. Now, today, incidentally, we're talking about World Cities Day because yesterday was World Cities Day. It's a day when we're all supposed to think and talk about how well our cities are equipped to give citizens a proper quality of life. And my question is, how does Lagos compare to other cities in the world? Because according to uh, economists, Intelligence Unit's Global Livability Index, Lagos ranked 139th out of 140. Now, away from that, some news broke, some terrible news broke. A 21-story building under construction on Gerald Road, Ikoyi, in Lagos collapsed. Uh, reports uh, indicate that it happened around 2 p.m. Our correspondent, Emmanuel Omuka, is still at the scene. Emmanuel, what's happened since the last time we spoke? Um... 
what has happened since the last time we spoke is that um, three bodies so far has been put out on the wreckage. Oh, um, no. the, and one person has been put out alive and oh. he's been resuscitated presently. Um, he's been resuscitated. Um, we have crowds of family members here, all tense, all worried, um, trying to see how they can get any update about the state and the condition of their family members and if they've been brought out. We have the, the Lagos State Deputy Governor also here on site and also the Lagos State Commissioner of Police is also here on site. We have crowds of uh, security operatives, the army, the police, special forces, task force, everyone is here on ground and even paramilitary groups are also here on ground. Um, we have rescue um, officers from the Red Cross and other agencies of the Lagos State Government are also here. We have tons of, um, we have a couple of ambulances uh, on ground here to also help with the operation. Um, the, the, the rubble is quite, it's, it's, it's enormous. Yeah. It's enormous. So breaking through to the, um, reaching out to the survivors is kind of a challenge, you know, and we, for now they just want excavator on ground and trying to see how it can um, um, carefully break through the rubble to reach out to those persons that have survived, that have survived the incident. I think one of the key things here is that um, it's a must need for a life and detecting equipment to be used here because of the rubble, hmm. because of the situation of things currently at this place. Well, uh, we have so many onlookers, the, 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 the road are totally you know, blocked presently. Hmm. So, well, we have the CEO of La Sema, Dr. Lufemi Damilola Okeosaintolu, on the record uh, saying that they have live detecting equipment available. Have you seen this, uh, this equipment? Well, um, I, for one, have not seen this equipment, but be, if he says that they are on ground, then, then most probably, um, probably his officials are using them uh, on other areas that I can't see right now because um, right now the media has been limited. There's an extent to which we can go presently because they are trying to see how the um, they, they are trying to limit a lot of people from getting to the front line and you know coming in between the um, rescue operations. Uh, so they limited the media to the second place where the rescue operation is going at the first. So if they're using live detection equipment, it might be at the front lines of the operation. Uh, I have I can't say certainly that I've seen it. So when I do, I would say I've seen it. When I do see the equipment, I would say I've seen it. But if he says um, those equipment are on ground, um, then they are on ground. I, I can still see right now they're bringing in more equipment, um, more drills to break through the the the, the concrete. Um, right now they're just moving them in even as I speak to you currently. So more equipment are on their way coming in and that is why you see that they conduct off the roads so that all these equipment can pass through seamlessly to the site of the incident. Hmm. Have we gotten any statements from anyone else? Perhaps the deputy governor or the commissioner for police? Anybody else? Have, um, we, have we gotten a statement? Uh, no, 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 we've not gotten any statement from them right now. Um, the last where, where we tried to reach out to uh, the deputy governor just now, uh, the, the, the statement that came from an aide was life first. So the concentration is on life. They're trying to see how they can, you know, rescue they people. can um, focus and monitor the rescue operations rather than grant interviews at this very point in time. This incident happened barely three hours ago. Mm. So there's still, um, you know, um, um, 
they need to be fast if they want to rescue, they indeed want to rescue um, persons alive. And they're also the fighting against daylight. Uh, do you know if there are if there are plans to bring in lights? Because it looks like uh, they're going to be here for for the long haul. Uh, exactly. I, I don't know about that presently, but I, I think uh, that's the question that I'm going to pose to them so I can have it officially mm-hmm. from them about that. Because um, for now, from what I can see, there's no provision for light mm-hmm. presently. Mm-hmm. There's no provision for light presently. The only people who have um, taken that initiative are just cameramen mm-hmm. and TV stations presently that have made provision for lighting equipment. But aside that, there's no official um, lighting equipment that have been moved here. But uh, um, I will get that officially. Okay. Uh, I have to also ask, is there any indication at all as to how many people uh, were in the building when it collapsed? Uh, how many people were in the building? How many people were around the building? How many people may be under that rubble? Do we have any indication at all from any official sources yet? Well, no, no, we don't have that um, indication at all. We don't have that um, that information about how many persons are trapped in the building presently. Mm. Um Yes, that, 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 that's the thing because, like I said earlier, there, there's a lot, whole lot of persons seeing this um, different thing at the same time. Mm. You know, it's quite confusing. Mm. Uh, you can't actually just get that information, the, the real information, the factual information, um, just like that. But um, according to the security guard that works here, right. he said that there were a lot of persons at the site today. Okay. So he, he could not, he, the, the reason, what, what brought about the statement was that there was a car we were trying to move away from the scene of the incident. Okay. And I asked, who owns the car? And if you walk here, how come you won't, you don't know the person who owns this vehicle? Okay. And it was like, there were a lot of persons on site today. Okay. So he can't actually say for sure who owns this vehicle. But mm. I hear that the person that owns the vehicle is trapped in the building. Oh my so God. So it, it shows that, it shows that there were quite a lot of persons here. And you see, the data is not very sure. If the security guard who, um, in quote, takes care of this place, um, can't give us a definite number of persons that have accessed the building today, mm. or definite um, a, a number of persons that were in the building as that when it collapsed. Mm. Then uh, I, I think we'll, we'll, that we'll information has to, to come wait from the yeah. It's better to wait for that information mm. so we don't speculate. Iman Olongoka, I will call you again in about uh, 15 minutes to see if anything has changed. Be careful out there. Make sure you're wearing that mask. And thank you very much for your time. Thanks, Sandra. All right, Lagos, let's keep talking, shall we? You can talk to me about the building collapse that happened in Lagos at 2 p.m. today. Uh, or you can talk to me about how Lagos ranked as a world city. Yesterday was World Cities Day. And Lagos uh, in 2020 ranked 139th out of 140. Five categories were used to reach this uh, number. Uh, stability, health, culture and environment, education and infrastructure. The only city that Lagos passed on the ranking was Damascus in Syria. Now, Syria, of course, is a war-torn country. Now, the criteria for stability is prevalence of petty crime, prevalence of violent crime, threat of terror, EIU rating, threat of military conflict, threat of civil unrest or conflict, and they ranked Lagos 20%. As far as stability is concerned, so how stable is Lagos? It's 20% stable. Then... um, 
For health, they gave Lagos 20.8% and the criteria are availability of private health care, availability of public health care, quality of public health care, availability of over-the-counter drugs, general health care indicators from the World Bank. So take a good look at those five criteria. What percentage would you score Lagos? What specifically do you think Lagos should do to improve? 20.8%. How would you score Lagos from 0 to 100 on, on, on some of these factors? You know, you can go back to the factors for stability and then, of course, come back to the, to the factors for health. On culture and environment, they gave Lagos a score of 41%. So humidity and temperature rating, like I said, when we first talked about this, there's really nothing we can do about that one. Uh, discomfort of climate for travelers. Again, there's really nothing we can do about that one, really. Then uh, level of corruption, social or religious restrictions, level of censorship, sporting availability, cultural availability, food and drink, consumer goods and services. And they gave Lagos a score of 41%. Again, give me your own score for Lagos. Tell me what practical steps uh, the private and public sector should take to improve these. Then we've got 25% in education based on availability of private education, quality of private education, public education, um, indicators from the World Bank. Do you agree with this uh, with this particular rating? Uh, and then for infrastructure, Lagos scored 46.4% and the criteria are quality of road network, quality of public transport, quality of international links, availability of good quality housing, quality of energy provision, quality of water provision, quality of telecommunications. So you you tell me, I've, I've given you the uh, five categories and also the criteria area uh, uh, upon which they were judged. You you let me know what you think about this. Where, where do you score Lagos from 0 to 100 on all of these or maybe particular categories? If you're a woman, call us on 01465-7190. If you're a man, call us on 0700-993-993-993. If you prefer to talk about the building that collapsed on Ikoyi, uh, on, on, on General Road in Ikoyi today at, at around 2 p.m. Uh, you can also talk about that. I'm Sandra Ezekwesili. This is Nigeria Info 99.3. You're listening to Hard Facts. Hello. Good evening. Hello, Sandra. How are you? I'm very well. What's your name? Alex. Hi, Alex. How's Welcome. Going? going well. Okay. So um, let me start by saying that uh, apart from this well, world cities day, right? Mm. I have had the opportunity to do presentations with Lagos State. Okay. And I'll focus on environment hmm. and perhaps health and how environment, that is the non-attention to environment affects health. Okay. Okay. We've done several of these things. And, and the basis of our presentation is the fact that we don't have, maybe we have them in the bookshelves. But they are not being brought out to the street to implement. There are, I understand there are about 18 million people in this small state, right? Okay. Now, when you don't have a plan of how you want your country to, I mean, your state, your, your city to look, mm. what you will have, which I have also pointed out, is that you will have 18 million different ideas running wild, mm. facing everybody. Mm. Okay? Okay. This is a city. In fact, I'm told they have emission standards, right? Okay. This is a city, you, if you don't have, if a, a city is not having a climate ambition, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It can never really rank too high on the list because every other person has moved on. 
But somehow our political class is refusing to move. That's what I was talking about last week. There are some of these things that don't require money. But it looks like for our politicians, every problem must be about money. Some of them, even the National Orientation Agency can help. Do you understand? In a mass media campaign. Mm. Okay. There are some of these things that are easy to do by way of policies. Okay. Oh, we're not getting anything. I don't know if you understand my point. I understand, point. right. Mm-hmm. If, if, if a country, look at all these beautiful cities where we like to go for holiday and vacations and all those things. Right, if right. Some people have come together to imagine and they've started designing the kind of city they want to be. Right. Look at Dubai, for instance, right? Right. Do we have that kind of plan? We don't. That's why I say there are 18 million ideas that we face every day. That's why it looks like this is lawless. There's no way. We cannot rank too high. <laughs> In terms of what we could do, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The government should not shy away from putting out policies. If you don't know, I have offered myself free, free, Sandra, free, mm-hmm. to work with the, the Lagos State government. Free. I will do it for free. Let's help. Let's guide you in terms of policy making. It's not something that will cost money. We're not talking about contracts. I'm not looking for contracts. I can take care of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a political... When, when the politician is faced with a problem, the only thing that he can see is that it's a political problem. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're not making progress. All that cities are moving forward. See, let me just put, add one more thing, Sandra. Mm-hmm. Global uh, competitions like uh, FIFA competitions, Olympics and all those things, they set their own standard. Mm. If you don't have some of these things like little, little emission standards that you are enforcing, they cannot come again to come and host anything. We did it. We pulled it off in 1999. It will never happen again. Trust me, it will never, ever happen again. Alex, thank you. Ooh, I I thought she was done there, but thank you so much for calling. It's always a pleasure to listen to Alex go. Adeshewa, hello. Good evening, welcome. See, if we need to put that result, that uh, analysis that you've made now, Mm. let's just give a speech to the WAEC exam. As that student passed, which student? Anybody that <laughs> <laughs> No, really, Sandra, look at it yourself now. You say we should, we should, we should, we should rate Lagos. Okay, I'm rating it as if this is a Waikas. As that student, as that kind of result, you take it to your parents and your parents say, yes, you are a good student. And you are a hardworking student. Right, Sandra, let's not forget, let's not deceive ourselves. Look at the facility that went to education for crying out loud. Mm. Right? Oh no, Hadeshiwa, call us back. Oh God, I was quite enjoying. I was quite enjoying that. Speaking of students, the votes are in uh, for Daniel and um, Emanuela. Uh, sorry, not Emanuela. Well, Emanuela is one of the candidates. You'll be you'll be hearing from her during the uh, I Beg to Differ tournament. The I Beg to Differ tournament will kick off on the 8th of November. That's next week, Monday. Uh, Emanuela is 12 years old. Emanuela actually scored the highest um, when we were ranking uh, the candidates that um, submitted auditions. But the Votes for Oluchi and Daniel are in. Oluchi and Daniel are two uh, young candidates who, um, you know, uh, submitted their auditions, but they were both so good that myself and the judges could not decide who we should move forward because we had chosen the 15. Actually, the 15 had chosen themselves by scoring really high. But um, the score for Oluchi 
and Daniel tied during the, the auditions and we didn't know what to do to move one person forward to the 16th spot because from Monday, we're going to start with a round of 16. The round of 16 will be throughout next week. It will end on Thursday at 5 p.m. Uh, from 5 p.m. But, um, you know, we couldn't decide. And so I brought it to Lagos. We played it for you at 3 o'clock. We played it again at 4 o'clock. And you decided. So with uh, um, over 228 votes, I wish I had like drum roll, you know, I should get like a drum roll sound effect. With over 228 votes... The person who's moving forward to the live rounds game of 16 is... Where's that shakery shakery thing? I, I need that shakery shakery thing so I can, you know, do shakery shakery when, when the person wins. But I mean, if I don't have it, I guess I'll have to, you know, just... Um, make do with whatever else I have. But yeah, the person is Daniel. Daniel uh, just moved forward. Daniel Nyoho Edikan, congratulations, my friend. I left it in the hands of Lagos and Lagos decided. Lagos voted 228 for Daniel, 112 for Oluchi. All right. Good luck, Daniel. See you next week when you face off some other powerful debaters. And hopefully you are still standing by 6 p.m. on Thursday. But yes, uh, Lagos, let's come back to the phone lines, shall we? Let's keep talking. 01465-7190-0700-993-993-993. Hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello. Hello, good evening. Good evening, what's your name? Yeah, my name is Fristos, I'm calling from Iyaba. Good to have you on the show. Bless God, how is work? Work is fine. Okay, quick one, I, regarding the beauty that collapsed in Mikoyi, mm. that's what I have interest on. Mm-hmm. You see, beauties in Lagos, sorry to say, a lot will continue to collapse. Ask me why. Why? Because the, the people, they were assigned to go and cross-check those beauties They are not doing the right job they are supposed to have. Okay. They will go there, instead of them to check the property, to see if it is well constructed, the foundation is okay or not, they will take them to one corner and say to them, I live in an apartment around the Yaba here. I know what to be. I'm planning on leaving that house in space of two months. Because the, 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 they, are on, they are concerned about the money they can make with the house. They are not concerned about the security of the people living there. Hmm. Such a beauty that people have not been living in. How can it collapse? You see that the foundation was not properly built. God, Lagos State government have to look into this to rectify all these problems. All right. Thank you very much for calling us. Nene in Ogun State, you've got 60 seconds. Okay, so uh, what I want to say is um, I don't think that um Improving more things is the solution in Lagos. Okay. I think it's more of like the, the Lagos is carrying too much weight. Hmm. Like, why would somebody who schooled in River State, who was born, bred, schooled in River State, hmm. why would the person come to Lagos to look for a job? Hmm. Somebody who schooled in Akwaibo will come to Lagos. So that's the problem. Like, if every city a 
Mali's just tries to do even what six percent of what Lagos is doing. Mm. It reduces the weight on Lagos, and then whatever Lagos is able to do, then people can manage while we continue to improve. All right, Nene, thank you very much. But you see, that ranking was for all cities who are doing what Lagos is doing. It's the nature of big cities. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Don't go away, Lagos.